It's Thursday, June 9, 2016. San Francisco adopts a climate change adaptation tax. Alberta, Canada, home of the tar sands, adopts a carbon tax. U.S. Congress updates toxic chemical regulations for the first time in 40 years. Britain's solar output crushes coal, plus a breakthrough in the quest to create an artificial leaf. There was a quest to create an artificial leaf? There is now. Who knew? All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Ripping up the climate agreement that was reached in Paris would be reckless, counterproductive, self-destructive, and it would in the end be uh, an act of ignorance, of utter, unbelievable, contemptuous ignorance. But how do you really feel about it, Secretary Kerry? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, there has been a surprising spate of good news when it comes to legislation over the past few days. Has yeah. there not? Yeah, don't get used to it. Really? There were quite a few big things. I got a lot of big votes this week, including one of the first climate change adaptation ballot measures ever to be put before voters. In San Francisco, voters approved a measure to restore wetlands of San Francisco Bay and strengthen coastal communities to prepare for rising sea levels. It looks like the new property tax easily cleared a required two-thirds vote threshold. The estimated $25 million in revenue that's expected per year will go to restoring 10 to 15,000 acres of tidal marshes in San Francisco Bay. So who says good things didn't happen at the ballot box on Tuesday? And in Alberta, Canada, home of the tar sands, the Alberta legislature on Tuesday passed a landmark carbon tax to address climate change. Premier Rachel Notley called it, quote, long, long, long overdue in this province. This is amazing. This is the tar sands oil region. This is where the the dirty, sticky, gooey oil that was supposed to come down through the Keystone XL pipeline. This region makes billions of dollars for Canada. Uh, It's been on fire for the last month, thanks to global warming. And now they're passing a carbon tax in this same area. That's kind of amazing and kind of fantastic. And all thanks to the big political change that happened less than a year ago, when Notley was originally elected. See? Elections do matter, don't they? Yep. Now, starting in January, the Climate Leadership Implementation Act will levy a fee on all fossil fuels sold in the province, with the revenue going to renewable energy projects and rebated to low- and middle-income households to offset any higher costs. Nice. Here in the U.S., Congress actually did something. Wait, what? Yes, an update to the Toxic Substances Control Act, which regulates chemicals in the United States. It's the first update since 1976. It increases the Environmental Protection Agency's authority and oversight of toxic chemicals. Now, everyone on all sides agreed that it was woefully outdated. Environmental groups were very critical of many provisions, but essentially said, this is better than what we have. The chemical industry likes it because it replaces a patchwork of state regulations. Out of some 60,000 chemicals on the market in the U.S., the EPA has tested only 200. This will help change that. In Illinois, electric utility Exelon says it will have to close two nuclear power plants that are struggling economically due to the boom in cheaper natural gas and renewable energy sources. (laughs) 
Exelon failed to persuade the Illinois state legislature to add nuclear to its clean energy standard. That requires electric utilities to obtain a percentage of their energy from renewable sources. This isn't necessarily good news for the climate because in the absence of a requirement to use zero-carbon nuclear energy, Illinois utilities may instead turn to coal. The U.K. has set another national solar energy record. Solar power in the U.K. produced more electricity than coal across the month of May. That's the first time that solar's share of electricity generation in the U.K. surpassed coal across the whole country over an entire month. 2016 marks the first time that coal has not been Britain's primary electricity source since the late 1800s. Charles Dickens is weeping. Finally, a breakthrough in artificial photosynthesis. Harvard University researchers have succeeded in creating what they've called an artificial leaf. It's essentially a liquid battery that mimics the process of photosynthesis, converting water and sunlight into hydrogen like plants do. Lead researcher Professor Daniel Nocera in a video press release says the artificial leaf's hydrogen output can be used for many, many things. Instead of having a gas station, the sun is hitting your house, you have the artificial leaf, you could be generating your own fuel. It's several years away from commercialization, but it can be done more cheaply and more efficiently than any other experiments with artificial leaves using common materials. Very cool. Thank you for that report, Desi Doyen. For much more on all of these stories and all the ones that we had to leaf behind, am I barking up the wrong tree? Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. You're welcome. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I talk to the trees, but they don't listen to me. I talk to the stars.